Thank you for listening to the Business and Beyond podcast. We appreciate all of our listeners. If this is your first time listening to the Business and Beyond podcast, we hope you enjoy this episode. Episode 50 of the Business and Beyond podcast is brought to you by Raise Energy by Rep Sports. Get your Raise Energy drinks at repsports.com and use our coupon code BUSINESSBEYOND to get an extra 15% off your order. And speaking of coupon codes, in episode 49, we had Zachary Green on, yeah. author, marine, entrepreneur, his book, Warrior Entrepreneur. You can still get 50% off that book using his coupon code, podcast2021. Yeah, we have that pot that's here. And also the link will be in the in description, description out for his website as well as the Raise Energy link as well. And Podcast 2021, <clears throat> even though we're going into 2022, uh, this being our last episode of 2021, that coupon code will be good for another month or so. And what a way to end 2021 with our 50th episode. Episode number 50, yeah. I mean, we're over the hill now. Yeah. It's, it's all downhill no, from here. We're we're excited. Nearly reached we talked about it earlier. Nearly two years we've been doing this podcast. We're we're creeping up on the two year mark. Yeah, and if you're one of our original listeners, you know we've talked about uh, reaching episode six. Yeah. Which ninety percent of podcasts stop uh, on average at episode six. Ninety percent on average is that yeah. right? Is that the right terminology? Anyways on average. Yeah, 90% on average ninety percent. So yeah, we're in the I don't even know what percentage we're in now. We're in the top something. <laughs> I, I haven't looked. I haven't looked since we've gotten you know past episode ten and we're on. And uh, again, on the coupon code, if for some reason the coupon code doesn't work, if you happen to listen to this podcast in a couple of months, just message us. We'll get you a copy. Yeah, uh, no problem. And for our fiftieth episode, I was hoping we'd talk about a, a subject a little more fun, exciting. But not really, kind of depressing in the yeah, world of uh, side hustle entrepreneurship uh, and going in the, some of the new tax laws coming yeah. into 2022. And we're going to try to keep this as fresh and fun and interesting as possible. And, Nobody and likes talking about taxes, but yeah, we're, well, we're not going to talk about the politics of it. Uh, it is one way or the we'll other. Try. But uh, whether you who you voted for, whether who you voted for won or not, if you're an entrepreneur dealing with this, it affects you. And we're not going to alienate anybody. Well, regardless, here in just a few days, the some of these um, kind of tax they've they've been there. Some of the terminology and the way it's it's going to work now going forward is going to change, um, and it all has to do with Form ten ninety nine K. So a lot of the small businesses are, are familiar with the ten ninety nine. Anything over six hundred dollars earned, your ten ninety nine by a contractor or whoever you're doing the business with, right? That, And you would pay taxes on anything over that 600 is what you would be yeah, and, taxable. And the, to preface this a little bit, just, you know, perking your ears up, the people this is going to affect the most are the ones that use Venmo, Zelle, Cash App, PayPal, uh, things like that mm-hmm. where... Well, we'll talk more about it, but if you use any of those apps and... Maybe you're a side hustle or a very small business. Yeah. Uh, maybe or maybe you don't file taxes exactly the right way the government expects you you should. Uh, this will this can affect you. This is going to drastically affect you. So uh, we would be looking at as of this coming year, starting in 2022, 
and carrying through that these that you would have to file or you would receive a 1099k in 2023 for your 2022 uh, income mm-hmm. from Venmo, like you said, Venmo, uh, Cash App, uh, Zelle, PayPal, any of those for in lump, not a single transaction, but in whole, all of your income is over $600 those companies will be sending you a 1099k form as an entity not like that's what yes. you paid yourself no $600 uh, of transactions of sales, sales as yes. a company Income. or yes. i use air quotes well, if you're watching on youtube even because as a that's sing- what we're going to get back yeah. yeah even singly if me on my personal venmo i'm collecting money on transactions and this is where there is a little bit if if someone's reimbursing you money uh paying for your lunch, those wouldn't wouldn't fall into that 1099K. Those would be excluded out of that. Um, it's going to be any sales for products or services, your lawn services, your anyone selling t-shirts, hats, you know, any products, cups, anything online that they're selling and you're making the payment through, those would be so Depending on how they get my hair. Depending from, on how they're categorized. The lady I get my haircut from. Uh, she had her own business and she's working, uh, renting space somewhere else, and that's how I pay is through Zellerville or whatever. Exactly. I don't know if how she does her taxes, but this may drastically affect her if she's she's you know, at least. I mean, she's making. She's at least months. yeah. She's at least going to get a ten ninety nine k form from Venmo. Unless she. That. You know, text me next time I schedule an appointment and say bring cash. That, that, that's where I think a lot of this is going to head, uh, going to go. That's, is yeah. So, yeah, I mean, as fast as technology is moving forward, do we see a step back this next year in it? Or maybe even beyond, because a lot of people, I mean, we hope that a lot of people get this information early and can make whatever adjustments or, you know, prepare themselves for this this year. But anyone, you know, coming into 2023 may be surprised when they get an, an email for a 1099k form that they need to file with their taxes. And yeah. now they're going to be responsible for taxes on these forms or on these amounts that are on these forms. And depending on the situation, you could even be audited by the IRS and figure out, yeah, uh, should you be paying that self-employment tax, tax as well, which extra 15%. Yeah. Uh, because it may be something like, hey, I'm going to sell you this. And in general, mm-hmm. I probably would sell it for cash now. But you, you don't have any sort of business. Well, it's not a side hustle. You're just here's selling where, it. If you make enough, that might flag it. To, there's hey, enough gray area in this that, you know, we've had it at our, we've had yard sales where we have people send us, hey, can I pay you through Venmo? And they will pay for something, you know, whatever they get at our yard sale through Venmo. Now that's going to be subject to taxation through the 1099k form, any Venmo. So now, even if you do pretty well on your uh, yard sales, garage sales, you're possibly going to be responsible for some tax. Yeah, and I, uh, I get, I wonder, they sent out the 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 form if they've done six hundred dollars worth of transactions per app. Like yes. per okay yes so just maybe, like it would be now per contractor if I did work for you that was over six hundred dollars 
you would send me a 1099. And if I do work for someone else, they would send me a 1099. Every entity. So you need to make sure, uh, for example, I bought a piece of furniture on Facebook Marketplace yes. a couple weeks ago and it was about $300. Uh, it wasn't, you know, the lady was going to get rid of it. It wasn't a situation where she sells this for a living or anything like that. But uh, I paid her through Cash App. Mm-hmm. So if you're paying attention to your finances and you do kind of this little side hustle going on, once you get to 550 bucks on Cash App, hey, I only accept Zelle right now. And once you get up to 500 on Zelle, hey, I only accept PayPal, you know, or you, whatever. You really you are going to have to, as an individual that's not, you're really going to have to be careful uh, selling property, selling, you know, buying and selling. Someone that buys and sells trading cards or something, you really are now going to have to pay attention to that or be prepared uh, for a tax hit or at least have your documentation put together properly to show what you what your taxable amount really should be because say I buy this bottle here you know a hundred dollars and later this year it becomes worth 200 and I say I'm gonna sell this and I sell this to you for two hundred dollars well I paid a hundred for it now I'm pay- selling it for 200 I'm gonna get and assuming I go over my 600 limit, right? Then I'm going to be responsible for paying tax on this now. Even though I have expense of $100 in it. So now I have to keep up with my my books well enough well, this is, this to is make what, sure that I can show and prove that I have expenses involved in that. A profit. little memo line that I usually ignore because I know what I spent money on in general because it came out of my bank account. But on that memo line, when you, you know, I don't know if you put it on there, but for lawn service, or you can type something in there. Now that becomes very important what it you does. spent money on. It absolutely. So does. if I sell this to you for two hundred, uh, maybe we're, you're putting on that memo that you're reimbursing me for a really big lunch or dinner it, or it, something it, like, like you that. said. It's very important what you put on there. Now I don't know. Can they track emojis? If I put an emoji on there for something. Can they say, oh, this uh, is for a product or service? Well, that's How does where, that? Well, if you're close to that 600, like if you do 800 and you have uh, reasons for this, it may go under the table. or uh, Yeah, under the table. It may go past IRS's radar. But if you make a certain amount and they're like, well, this person doesn't have a business, but they made $1,000 on Cash App last year. That can, yeah, I don't know if the red flag year is and, going to. Um, I think over and over or you're doing several thousand and it's continuous year after year I think for sure you could be audited because they're going to want to know what you have going on what, the person this really hurts is just the person with the side hustle that isn't really looking to set up a legitimate business yeah. it's somebody looking to buy and sell some things to make a little quick extra cash and in this economy who doesn't need a little bit of extra cash yeah uh, because you know talking about selling this bottle or trading cards or whatever you can fudge whatever you need to fudge to make that more legit and and before we're not saying disclaimer don't, don't pay taxes yeah disclaimer absolutely pay every tax you're responsible for paying but there's tons of loopholes to not pay tax that's what we're getting at is look at all the options on the yeah, table full disclaimer we're really warning you that you're going to have to pay extra taxes. And, and reach out to a tax professional reach out to us to more people too yeah reach out to us if you need a tax person but so those people are clear if, you know, we're just doing few, yeah, we're going to be close to that 600, but it's not really shouldn't be taxable. So we're good there. And then even small businesses that are legit, that do their taxes mostly correct the way, 
they're good because they may or may not have to pay extra taxes now because of this. But as an entity, they're set up correctly where if they get audited, they're set up all. They have the the right, uh, you know, whether the LLC, sole proprietor, whatever. They're all set up that correct way, paying the correct taxes, corporate, whatever they're paying. Uh, But it does hurt the side hustle people who make quite a bit of money that aren't set up at all that way. They're just like, it's just, you know, when I uh, Ubered years ago, uh, they would send me a 1099 form. But I didn't have any kind of entity set up. I just went straight to my bank account. Uh, my tax person would you you filed the 1099 yeah, personally it, yeah, yeah and, yeah, and they got all of our expenses together mm-hmm. like hey this is a business you know and basically it was a wash anyways but you know if you get audited and they say hey you should really be uh, setting it up this way or I mean you're paying that extra 15% self employment tax or there, there's a lot of fees that a lot of people don't understand mm-hmm. When you set up businesses, they're just like, hey, I'm good at this or I make these. I'm going to sell them. Yeah. How do I? And then they go through all the uh, research and like, screw this. I'm just going to do it on the side. I don't need to you know, set up a business. But you know, with everything inflated these days, people trying to make money, you know, $600, $1,000 isn't as much as it yeah, is seems it, is to it be. Is it worth what the hassle could be yeah. in doing that? It's it's like if you're right there around seven eight hundred dollars, it's really going to hurt you because now yeah. you're just paying these extra taxes and making less money. You know, if you're making two thousand three thousand dollars, yeah, it's it's a hit, but you definitely don't want to uh, say screw this. I'm not paying taxes and you know throw up a red flag and have well, the IRS come. In, in comparison to what it is currently, it's before they will. It's reportable is twenty thousand dollars per individual per year, and. And even that is as long as it's not over 200 transactions. If you were over 200 transactions or the $20,000 mark, then it would be reportable and you would be subject to taxation on that. If you're doing $20,000 on those, that's, you know, I think you could afford to pay some tax. And and, and should be at that point or 200 transactions, you should have your uh, side hustle legitimate and you you should be set up. It's, you know, side hustle gets thrown around more like a slang term. Uh, if you're doing over 200 transactions, I don't know that it's a side hustle necessarily. Yeah. Uh, maybe if you're somebody who, you know, just passed Christmas, that makes tamales for a bunch of people. I could, you know, I could see you making tamales for 50 to 100 people. Well, think of the people that have like Etsy shops. You know, they're going to be hit big time. Um, on our Etsy shop, I actually, uh, it's like, about a month now ago, I received, they sent me an email that they needed me to fill out some tax forms if I wanted to continue to use uh, Etsy because I guess we'd never filled those out um, because of this new law that's going in, tax law, that they needed that information so they could start reporting on that. Yeah, and make sure as a small business owner, side hustler, whatever you're doing that you, you research and understand and know these terms because... Whether you're going to, I don't want to say comply, that's that's the wrong word, but if you're just saying, okay, well, I'm going to move forward with my business, do what I have to do to stay legit, Mm -hmm. it's it's a bad situation if on December 30th you get an email saying, hey, this is what's going to happen and it's a complete shock. You know, it's going to, I would say, screw some people, it's going to annoy some people, but if you have everything, the up and up, you know what's happening, you know the for the most part, the laws, what you have to, 
what you're doing, you know what your business is yeah. and where you sit, it's more of a nuisance than anything. Um, you should, you know, we always encourage you to to know where you are. Even if you're just doing a stupid side hustle, we'll know where those tax laws put you. Um, like we put as a disclaimer before, we're not saying you should skip out on taxes. Of course not. You should always pay your taxes. But if you're in a situation where you're not going to do that necessarily, you still need to understand what you're for or what you're uh, not complying with or not doing. Mm-hmm. So now, I mean, and just to be prepared when you receive a 1099 that you didn't, uh, you're going to look at it and rip it. Yeah, out I mean, not understand what exactly, it is. or that yeah, delete an email or, or, or trash that. But to also be prepared to pay whatever taxes would be coming with that. Um, because if if you are not complying at the moment and you're making $10,000 a year on your cash app and you're just pocketing all of that and you're not planning on paying taxes and then next year this comes around, you made another $10,000 and you get a 1099 for it, you want to make sure because now it's on record you know, through the IRS that you're, you're bringing in $10,000 through know, that nobody, app. You know nobody making $10,000 a year that's not paying their taxes and listening to our show. Probably not. because no, because we 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 give really good advice. Yeah, and we, we would know. never give you advice and tell you. I mean, this not is the, to pay your definitely the most tax happy or tax infused show we've ever done. But I no. thought you were going to say we were the most tax happy group. No, the most well, tax happy podcast. No, 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 I mean we're trying to keep no. it fun and light. We, but but our I, I think of it as a badge of honor our entrepreneur listeners are some of the best informed the most informed i think at least the ones who reach out to us so but yeah yeah for sure if if you're making ten thousand dollars extra on the side through whatever business you're obviously doing something yeah uh something right if you're just making the extra ten thousand on the side that you can grow that and make more money and you know that that that's a situation where yeah it kind of sucks but it's not screwing you to pay well, the taxes. Well, something else that it would be important is we'll use Venmo for example. If you use Venmo for your business and you have a Venmo and and maybe it's your personal Venmo and you're using that with business transactions, that maybe you should look at setting up a separate Venmo account for your business alone. Because what would happen is if if personally you're running transactions, yard sales or you know, selling furniture or anything that you have going on aside from your business, those will get lumped together now. So you don't want transactions from your personal use that may not even reach the $600 mark to be subject to the tax of a business that may well go over that, that $600 yearly. And, uh, my brother-in-law lived with us for, you know, probably 10 months last year. And he was paying a few hundred dollars in rent, and he was, or was it this, well, part of last year into this year, but he was selling us, you know, a couple hundred bucks at a time. So, yeah. uh, whether or not, you know, we can dig deep into it, if someone from the IRS is listening, you know, I shouldn't have said any of that, but what kind of taxes should you pay for that? We, we weren't, you know, it's, it's more reimbursement at that point. Yeah. For, but you, we you know, would be subject, you know, having yeah. over a thousand dollars. But now you're going to get into a situation where now you have to show, okay, well 
you're bringing that in, but now what are your expenses going out? Yeah, we wouldn't. We would have to say, well, that technically wasn't rent. That was just yeah, food, whatever. <clears throat> and really, it was yeah, it's a reimbursement for you. You can afford using... it because you're not living in your you know <laughs> where you're renting now. We're just giving you dirt cheap yeah. rent. Uh, now that may be something where the IRS should say, yeah, you should pay taxes on that, and maybe my little bit of you know a thousand to two thousand won't throw up a red flag where you're going to get audited. It's just like anything else. But it would be really, uh, it'd be really stupid for something little like that where you don't think it's going to, going to come back. But when like, hell, how much much tax would that, how much would you pay in taxes for just a little bit over? And now you're going to have to pay all these extra fees, all this extra, you know, however far this goes during an audit Mm -hmm. when you could have just paid it in the first place. Yeah. I mean, you can get somebody, you know, that, I mean, we know, or, you know, I have a friend that, you know, bakes and around the holidays loves to bake and provide those things, you know, and sells them at a re- very reasonable cost. I mean, it's not, not making a ton of money. It's more just for a love of I doing that. You, that person makes more than $600 though. <clears throat> yeah, I'm sure. So, and not that they aren't claiming it. We don't know. Now they will have to claim that. Because that it's going to be filed, so it, it kind of is. Or they're going to say, the, "Hey, this cash only," and maybe that's you know that's that's you know we're not going to sugarcoat it. That's been the workaround for how many centuries? For, I mean, forever. Or is it, as long I mean, as as long as uh, per, uh, uh, legal immigration tax. Uh, I don't want to say tax fraud, but just getting out of paying taxes. I mean, I mean, it's just like somebody finding every expense they can to not pay taxes. You know, I mean, there's legal ways to get around not paying your taxes yeah. or deferring your taxes to a later time. Now, this is just one more thing that we got to throw in there. And, and it really seems, for the IRS's side, it seems minuscule. It seems like why, why mess with this? But I think, like we, I don't know if we talked about it on the show, maybe just us having a conversation about the the economy the way you know uh, employment has been low right you can't find anyone to work anywhere but what we've also read seen reports where side hustles and small businesses are on the rise so it's not so much that people don't want to work it's that people don't want to work for the man they're starting their own side that's hustles that's a good smoke, for a future episode more, the their own too. businesses they're you know they're and maybe that's where we were talking about it but like they're they're out doing that now, right? So yeah. now the IRS realizes that. And they know that they have to start capitalizing. If they don't have enough people in the workforce, they're not collecting enough tax to spend at the rate they're spending at. Then they have to find a way to capitalize and, and bring back in more of those tax dollars that are being spent in this economy. And that's what it comes down to. That with, uh, I, mean, I don't know necessarily the statistics on if less people are working as opposed to are there more jobs available? I mean, we can get into another time, but there's various reasons why there is a shortage of labor. Whether it's, you know, people wanting to stay on welfare and not work, it's people starting their own side hustles, yeah. uh, people leaving jobs for better jobs, which I don't see how that would be a problem for our economy. I get it, but I mean, you can go into, well, maybe minimum wage. There shouldn't be a minimum wage for that reason so you can get more of Because no one's going to hire a 16-year-old kid at $15 an hour. Uh, you're going to hire the older people. And, and there's a lot of different, you know, 
that's why it's politics. It's not necessarily one right answer. There's pros and cons to everything. But you have a certain number of people not paying taxes or the same income taxes they were before doing something else, or maybe they're they're less. They got a part time job, so their full time job, and now they're doing a side hustle, and mm-hmm. it's just a side hustle. They're not going to you know worry about. It's more trouble to pay to get all the taxes anyways. Why would the IRS even care? And yeah, that's true. That's just a tiny amount of money. But then you think, how many people could this be? A million? A couple of million? You know? Yeah. A hundred million? I don't know. How many people... What statistics showing that people are downgrading their... Whether they're quitting their job or just taking less hours or taking a part-time job and doing... How much money is that leaving? Uh, and... Whatever you want to think about politics, it's, you know... Well, how, many, how much tax dollars is that yeah. leaving and not... And, yeah, of not unreported tax dollars. And possibly. the certain party that's in charge, you know, whether it's good, <clears throat> bad, like I said, it's politics. It's yeah. just one way they operate. They operate where the government uh, funds more things and controls more. So they need more tax dollars. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter which side of the... That, that is what they stand for. And so is that... Something well, they have to fund more things, so they need more. So it's, rather they than people to raising taxes, we're just lo- lowering the threshold for where you have to pay taxes. Yeah, and well, it brings up a whole to an s- extent. It's not so much lowering; it's in, in this situation. Yes, it would be lowering from the twenty thousand, lowering the but scenario or lowering it's, the it's, standards. They it's a consider. factor you you should have been. They just they hadn't found a law a tax law to combat they're using these technology digital, and digital transactions that, exactly use, utilizing they're the catching up now to technology to capture that those tax dollars now and write write a law that allows them to collect that so right now you don't see a lot of pushback from these these companies and off the top of my head I don't know how big I, and, and some of these companies know. are obviously PayPal and Venmo are a lot bigger than I yeah. think Cash App is because Cash App's relatively new. Zell's real, I mean, they're good-sized companies. So right now, they're just having to add an extra step to what they're doing. Like, yeah. hey, just fill this out. We're sending you a form. It shows you're over here. You do it. It's just like the IRS, like mm-hmm. making us do it all ourselves. Yeah. And then the question is, how does that affect them when – Hey, I'm just going to have you pay cash now. I'm not going to use Venmo or Zelle as much. Uh, I don't know how their pay scale works or how much money. I mean, I'm, I'm a little more familiar on Venmo side, but is that a lot of money they're going to be losing this year? And do they start to well, fight? Well, I mean, essentially the name is in Cash App. I mean, it's it was it's designed to be cash transaction, you know driven situation yeah not not literal cash but it's like no, but it's, it's, it's not i'm paying it, a service for your cash app yes. i'm i'm buying a bottle of liquor from you because uh we're friends or relatives and we're into you know we don't drink very often but we are you know connoisseurs if you want to say with liquor and i don't want to have to pay taxes on a hobby that i don't even spend that much money on i already pay yeah. taxes so well this was a gift but when i buy a bottle of liquor i've already paid taxes on it when I buy, I guess I guess that, we need to start gifting each other more. Exactly. Yeah, that curio There's cabinet we bought gift. was bought by somebody before who already paid taxes on it, and although they're not going to pay taxes on it again, or yeah, they would pay well, taxes. They would if they you purchased. If you from them, if yeah. they paid over six hundred dollars for it, they would be required to pay taxes on it again. Mm-hmm. 
So you're paying taxes to buy something and to sell it yeah. at the same time, which, you know, if, if it's, it's a sticky situation, the, the way it's set up and, and maybe the system's been abused a little bit and that's why this has become a problem because you do have a lot of small businesses using these platforms when maybe they could ever should have set up another type of payment platform. You know what I mean? And maybe it's not so much Because I personally, I run 99% of my transactions for my business run through Square. That's what I use for my credit card processing, payment processing, invoicing. I I run everything through Square. And Square is a little bit more set up for a professional level where you're probably already set up. Yeah, exactly. Uh, not so much as you're making a certain money, you should it's very. It's very rare that I... Accept transactions through because it takes Zelle a little bit of time or, and organization to get things set up on Square for a certain. You know, Zell's just like, "Hey, you owe me this much money, just yeah, just sell it to me." me. Uh, well, and especially for a business, if you're just testing the waters to even see if you want to do it as a business, like you mentioned, a hobby. That's a, a great thing. Is you know, what if you're you know buying liquor or model trains or trading cards? You're buying those and then you want to resell them again. You're going to get hit with that whatever you're selling them at now so you're really going to need new really good documentation and maybe it's a situation that the irs is probably not going to waste its time on people that make a thousand dollars in art i mean think of how it. much additional work this is going to add to them on and, everyone's and they taxes. may not go after it maybe that's why the threshold six hundred dollars because well it's always been six hundred well yeah no well yeah, yeah but going back forget the cat the, the law may have always been 600 because if we make it ten thousand, people making eleven and twelve thousand aren't going to mess around with it. But we want that. So if we go down to six hundred, people that make ten thousand, they, they are probably, you know, should they expect people to go over it a little bit and fudge the fudge the numbers? Are they really going to go after that much money? Uh, don't take my word on this. If you're listening, you should pay your taxes even if you made seven hundred dollars through Cash App or or whatever. You know, starting next year. Maybe they don't expect people to go after that. You know, uh, they say, yeah, people who make a thousand dollars aren't going to bother, but that's okay. We're just making sure that people that you know make ten thousand. Well, I would say going to for maybe sure scares them into it. Pay your taxes on these when you receive these ten ninety nine k's, but also make sure you're tracking your expenses and use those write offs that you can when you have expenses in this. You know, if you're printing t shirts and you have expenses in ink and you know, materials and, and products, make sure you're tracking that and keeping up with that now. You know, it's it's very important for you if you're if you haven't been previously to track that. Damn that if we had a uh, a financial advisor or tracking advertiser, that's a perfect the way maybe I watch too much YouTube, but that that would be the part of the video where you should be doing this and and then you go, you know, you'd almost think that's a plug. Well you're getting good at this part. Maybe if we, at, if we have someone that we want to do that, we've got a spot available, $599. 99 cents <laughs> for the year. For the whole year. For the whole year. Uh, you pay, you'll be the first one, so you get to pick which uh, app you want to use. Mm-hmm. And the only one, one app per, per advertiser. Per advertiser. Yeah, and then it's just cash only. <laughs> we, we're making fun. We're trying to keep this light. And it is... It, it's a situation that's not very light, and I'm sure to a lot of... And nobody really wants to talk about tax code. I'm sure, especially to a lot of small businesses and hobbyists, this is going to be 
I mean, it can almost be devastating for them if they're doing a significant amount of business that they haven't been paying tax on up to this point. Because now you're 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 going to lose. You could lose a significant amount of that money. That yeah. Let's just say in you're theory doing... you could say wasn't ever yours. Shouldn't have been yours. But <coughs> if you're li- using it to live on in this economy, this let's could be say tough. you're doing twelve hundred dollars uh, a year, which is double the threshold. But hey, that's a hundred extra dollars a month uh, as a side hustle. That's mm-hmm. you know that's nothing crazy to to no. scoff at. That's you know and. Uh, you're just doing it. You don't plan on it growing. You don't plan on it being your main thing. It's like, hey, it's an extra hundred bucks a month. And now you're paying, going to have to pay taxes on that. Where is it even worth it that way? What are you paying? What are you getting 60 extra dollars a month now for whatever well, you're and what's working the, for? You know, what's the situation like? I know a lot of people that are in hard times that come around Christmas time. They start selling off a lot of things to gain, to get money for Christmas. What are they going to, I mean... Now you're going to get hit with a. You're going to have to pay taxes on money. You're you're selling personal items to pay for Christmas now. That this could this could it's, it's going to throw a wrench in things for sure. It's especially if they ever stop physically printing money. <laughs> Talk about getting rid of the penny. If they ever got rid of cash, physical cash, dude, this would you know could be an issue because. Uh, you know, a lot of people are going to do it. They're just like, okay, well, I'm not using Just pay me cash now. Um, a lot of legitimate small business side hustles that can get kind of complicated because you want to offer convenience for your customers. Yeah. But, you know, when I buy or sell something on Five Mile or Facebook Marketplace, so, you know, it's somebody has to come pick it up or I have to go deliver or whatever. So it's not that inconvenient to get cash because I'm already going to go out. Except for having to go and actually get the physical cash. But yeah, if I'm going out somewhere, hey, I'll stop at the bank on the way. I'm going to pass the bank at some point, so I'll get cash. Who cares? But uh, when I got my haircut, they said, yeah, we we don't take hard cash or any of these apps. And it's like, well, I didn't have cash. Like, I don't care. I have all the apps. But if they said cash only, well, this is kind of, you know, it's kind of awkward. I don't have to get you. didn't tell me. Yeah. Um, if that's the situation, and I, I don't know if, if my haircut lady texted me and said, "Hey, cash only." I'm like, okay, next time I need a haircut, I'm gonna get cash. I don't care. I like, you know, I like her work. Yeah. But sometimes when you're testing the waters on somebody <clears throat> new, uh, service or product, they say, "Yeah, it's cash only." I'm like, okay, well, I'm not gonna deal with you then because I don't yeah. want to get cash. Maybe out of, and they do that out of convenience, but maybe out of empathy, it would be an, a, a good stronghold this next year to try to offer to pay cash versus, you know, possibly using up their space for someone like your hairdresser. That's maybe it's just in between and just needs. Yeah. Know, there's, or, there's a lot of uh, behind you know, the scenes stuff happening. Dog groomers or, or anybody, you know, I mean, our dog groomer, we pay through Venmo. And so as we use the same dog groomer, it's out yeah. of their house. Yeah. It's I've not that they're just, not legitimate and they don't pay, but, you know, yeah, they might. Yeah, they might pay taxes just fine. But I know it's it's probably a side thing. I, I don't expect that they pay their mortgage and their own family. Maybe they do. I don't know. Yeah. But I assume uh, it's not. So what? I mean, I could see that this all these small businesses, small hobbyist side hustles, have to increase prices if they have to start now accounting for. Hey, I have to pay taxes, or maybe I, I have to go in and set up my business as a now as a you know, a legitimate self-employment. Now I have this additional tax to pay. My prices have to increase. Yeah. It's just the 
That's how economics works. Mm-hmm. Uh, as argument with you know raising minimum wage. Okay, yeah, it's it's not the argument. Is it the right thing to do, or is it worth it, or you know what are the ramifications? If I'm a small business owner, you know, maybe I'm just going to pay them more. The minimum wage increase increases the minimum cost. To yeah. Live. So, you know, whoever, if, you know, my uh, payroll goes up $2,000 a month, I'm going to have to raise my price. You know, not necessarily. Yeah. Maybe some companies are like, okay, whatever. Good for them. But uh, probably not because they had them at below whatever they raised minimum wage for a reason. So they have to raise their, yeah. their uh, income. And that's... And not to, you know, paint business owners as evil people, they have to make a living. Mm-hmm. And so maybe some of them just pay taxes. Okay, great. But some of them say, I, I can't afford to do this. They go out of business or I raise my prices. Yeah. And it's easier just to raise prices and see what happens. Maybe you go out of business anyways. But yeah, it, a lot of, you know, I see a lot of transactions in the future being with cash. Mm-hmm. Uh, until they start tracking your ATM, hey, you got over you you took out over you know, two thousand dollars in cash, part, in your ATM. and that was part of the, um, you know, one of the things I think that ended up getting taken off the table on the same the bill I think that this was in is that they were going to uh, track any transactions into your bank account that were over six hundred dollars. Or so, you go the other way because they're making uh, they're not relying on you to do the right thing; they're relying on. PayPal, mm-hmm. uh, Venmo, whatever, to send you that, and they report it themselves. Yeah. So you have to put the numbers in the correct order. So, I mean, it would it would be a lot of logistical issues, but saying, hey, uh, Tony, you took out X amount of money out of the ATM this month. What all did you spend? You need to track that. So you put, hey, I paid a dog groomer. Um, three times this year, this much money in cash. So now they need to, you know, and, yeah. and track, you know, that is it at that point, is it worth it? But at some point, uh, they're just going to keep, you, you know, they're going to close loopholes and more loopholes are going to open. Yeah. And I don't know that they can ever completely close them all up, but it does, it does put more burdens on small businesses when that's really you know, that backbone of the economy. You know, you take away all small businesses and now everyone has to go to Walmart uh, for absolutely everything. And not to get too political, but there are some parties that that's, like you said, that's how they have to operate. They, you know, that they, they need to operate. They need to see everyone in a W2 job, you know. They, they need you there, not 1099. But we know the economy runs on small business. Yeah, absolutely, and it's and not every business, you know, it's not necessarily they're breaking the law, but there are a lot of loopholes that you may scoff at and say, you know, you talk about billionaires uh, doing soup, uh, certain things with their taxes, where they're not breaking the law, they're doing loopholes, and yeah. you want to say, hey, they're going after you know small businesses. Would you? You know, what do you do when you do your taxes? You write off what you can. Mm-hmm. You find out, you know, maybe uh, you could get into certain situations with, re- you know, really smart and informed tax professionals to even button it down more. But as a, Americans, we try to pay the least amount of tax as possible. 
That's what we do. I'm trying to figure out, you know, whether I, you know, I get the biggest refund possible or pay the least least amount of taxes Mm -hmm. possible. I'm writing off anything I can because that's the law. That's the law they wrote. If they can find different loopholes, you know, that's what anybody would do. There's tax advantages in that, and you have to. It's up to you to find them. Well, this is a great way to end the year. Episode fifty episodes. Just bumming everybody out now and. Small business owners who are thinking about going into business now, like, said, screw that. Yeah, this I, isn't worth it. No, it is still worth it. Yeah. It, it is still worth it. it, it it'll be tough flexibility. once you get over that $600, uh, th- that $600 threshold. That's who it's really going to hurt the most. Yeah. It's not the people making 30000 Yeah, maybe they have to pay more taxes if they weren't before. But the people that are saying, I'm not paying taxes, and they were making 600 to a couple thousand, mm-hmm. that's a significant amount of money. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it's less technically, but you have less cash influx. And it's sorry to bum everybody out. Uh, I hope everybody yeah, had a great Christmas. Coming off a great Christmas, man. We hope everyone did. And you know Good what? New Year. We want to wish you a happy New Year. And to all of our listeners, happy New Year. And we'll be back next year. We'll see you in 2022 for an even better year, guys. Thank you again for supporting the Business and Beyond podcast. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to be alerted every time we post a new episode. 